Hey, girlfriend, welcome to the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. This is your host, Chelsea Caller. We will be talking all things health, fitness, life, and relationships. This podcast is for the woman wanting to find her happiest, healthiest, and most confident self without flipping her life upside down or sacrificing the things she loves most in order to do it. I am so excited to have you here. Now, lady, let's get to it. Hello, my damn happy, damn healthy fam, and welcome back for another episode of the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. Today, we have an epic interview on our hands with the woman I like to call my unicorn, Megan Yelaney. If you followed my journey as an entrepreneur, this beautiful human has been behind the scenes with me since nearly day one as my business coach. And today we are bringing Megan on the podcast because she is truly the master of routine and prioritizing self-care so she can crush it in her life and in her business. We discuss all or nothing mindsets, feeling our feelings, morning routines, exercise, and so much more. No matter your empire, this podcast episode has some amazing takeaways from you. Let's go ahead and dive on in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. I am so excited for episode 10 because I am bringing to you my personal unicorn. Her name is Megan Yelaney. She is one of my best friends and my business coach, and she is just like so incredible, and she's running an empire, which for her, her empire is her business, and I'm sure you have an empire that you're running too, and today, I want her to talk to us about how she has just like really prioritized her health, her fitness, and her self-care and how that's had such a huge impact on her success in life and just like her success just with everything. And so first, I'll just let Megan introduce herself to us, tell us who she is, what she does, and then maybe a little bit about your health and fitness journey and where it all started. Yeah, thanks so much for having me, Chelsea. I'm so excited to be on here and honored to be your unicorn. You're hysterical. I love when you say that. <laughs> You're so happy. You're a unicorn client. It's so the truth. I feel the same to you. Um, yeah, it's so funny that we're talking about this, actually, because literally this morning as I was writing content for this week, I was writing a post all about my story that we'll totally dive into. And I'm not a health and fitness coach anymore, but the post is literally about how important it is to prioritize your health, even for business owners, especially for business owners. Um, so it's just kind of very timely, which is nice. Um, so I will rewind. I'll try to make it as fast as possible. Um, but I, <laughs> guys, it's always hard. Um, I got started on my health journey, I would say in high school, um, or not in high school, I would say in college, senior year of high school, I started to go to the gym. And what I mean is like, I went to the gym with my friend, Megan, her name's also Megan. And we would go on the <laughs> treadmill and we'd go, we'd walk for about a mile. And that was our, that was our exercise. Um, I, I was kind of lucky. I love it. Yeah, that was it. That was the extent of our exercise. I was um, kind of lucky in the sense I was a very active kid. Um, I did a lot of sports and I did theater. So I did a lot of dance. And so I was also raised by pretty awesome parents who never like talked about their bodies, never um, made weight an issue. And so I had a really great relationship with food growing up and with my body and all of that. And then I went to college. <laughs> um, it all went downhill. Just kidding. But um, when I went to college, I actually went across the country. I'm from New York, born and raised. And I moved to San Diego. I went to San Diego State and loved it. Best four years ever. An amazing place to live. Um, and it's one of those places. It's sunny all year round. You're in your bathing suit all year round. And it's beautiful. 
Um, but it also added a level of pressure along with just being a college student and knowing that freshman 15 is a real thing. And even though I never really stressed about weight when I was in high school, something started to change a little bit when I went to college. And I think I, I, I've been mulling this over for so long. And I think it all goes down to, I, I didn't have, um, I, I had control. I didn't have control, I guess is what I, what I should say. I didn't have rules. That's what it was. When I was in high school, I lived with my parents. Um, and I, while I had some freedom, like I, it wasn't free reign. When I went to college, it was like, I could eat anything I wanted, anytime I wanted, you know, I had the unlimited meal plan. So I just kind of went crazy with no boundaries. And, and I think there's a difference and we'll probably get into this in this episode between restrictions and boundaries and kind of like loose rules for yourselves. And I just threw them all out the window and quickly realized like if I didn't want to gain the freshman 15, I, I wouldn't be able to do that. So I got into pretty severe exercise addiction, I guess you could say. I would go to the gym Monday through Saturday, even on days that I was hungover. Amazing what we could do when we were 18, 19, 20 years old. But <laughs> could not do You're so right. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I cannot imagine. I used to, like, go out and hardcore drinking and eat until, like, 2 in the morning, wake up at 7 a.m. and go to the gym. Don't know how I did that. But I did that in college. And it was a very typical like Monday through Friday set Monday through Friday, I would really severely under eat. I mean, like 1200 calories, probably less most days. I'm five, six. And um, at the time was definitely um, less weight than I should have been. Um, but I was so obsessed with being a certain number that I was when I went into college. And so as long as I saved that number and didn't go above, I was happy. But to say that number, because it truly, I don't think was the natural number I was supposed to be. Um, I really had to uh, overexercise and I would run like six miles a day at the gym and I hated running. I hated it so much. So it was six miles, six miles a day. <laughs> and you hated running. Hated it. <laughs> oh my gosh, girl. I ran so much and I just, was, it was torture and exercise to me, I viewed exercise as torture. I literally viewed it as um, a punishment for eating too much. That was why I did it. I did it because I ate too much the day before. And so during the week, I was quote unquote good, um, literally quotations around good, because I thought good meant a thousand calories. I remember you having like a Nutrigrain bar for lunch so many days of the week. And it wasn't, again, I wasn't trying to lose weight. So it wasn't like I was obsessed with um, losing weight. I just didn't want to gain anything. I wanted to stay the way I was and to combat Saturday coming around or Friday night, I would go crazy. And I know you've had a similar story. A lot of people have where mm -hmm. I'd go out with friends, I'd binge drink, I'd eat till two in the morning, like a big, big burrito. Um, they were delicious. <laughs> and that was like Friday, Saturday, sometimes Thursday, sometimes Sunday. And I'd wake up on Sunday morning, like, oh my gosh, I have to start all over again. And it was a very um, routine for me. This was like about two years, I would say nonstop. And then I started to do uh, musicals. I actually got cast in my first professional show while I was living in San Diego at a big theater in San Diego. A lot of um, Broadway shows actually start at this theater. It's called La Jolla Playhouse. So I was like, well, this is a big deal. I can't mess this up. So I actually like stopped drinking because I also was singing and I don't really drink much when I'm singing. And I really prioritized my health and I just started to get a better relationship with food and realized quickly how much that was affecting my life and my happiness. So fast forward, I started doing um, at-home workouts. And I started, yes. I know that was like my big thing into fitness. And 
I finally learned how to actually exercise and not just run on a treadmill mindlessly. And I fell in love with exercise. I actually started to love it and started to look at it as a reward, not a punishment, started to look forward to it, started to have fun, challenging myself, pushing myself, did my first Tough mutter. And my whole relationship with food and exercise completely, completely changed. And now I am the healthiest I've ever been, the happiest I've ever been in my body. And I definitely weigh probably 15, maybe even 20 pounds more than I did back then. I have no clue. I don't weigh myself. And of course, we all have our ups and downs. I've had times over this journey that it hasn't been all, all you know, up, up and like I am right now, um, even this year. But I can say with confidence, like I know um, that my worth is so much more than what I weigh. And for me, that was really the clincher. I was so obsessed with the number. And once I let that go and I truly feel my body to feel good, um, everything fell in place. So I didn't really keep that short, but that's, I did my best. <laughs> no, it was so perfect. And that last line that you said, that needs to be a quote card. Um, <laughs> my worth is so much more than what I weigh. Mm-hmm. I love that. And that is so true with like the whole damn happy, damn healthy mentality. And it's coming to that realization that we want to have a good relationship with nutrition, with exercising, with all the things that encompass like our health and our fitness and our wellness, if it doesn't feel good. And if you come to the realization that it's more for punishment, or if it's something that you don't enjoy, then it's always going to be a struggle. And you're Mm -hmm. always going to be in that on again, off again, all or nothing mindset, like, like we have been. So you definitely had that damn happy, damn healthy Mm -hmm. journey, which I love. And I knew that. So I knew that this would just be perfect. So now what I want to kind of lead into is that so many people in the world of health and fitness, I think, struggle with the idea of prioritizing this time for themselves Mm -hmm. so then they get the return benefits from it. I think that it's really hard for, let's say, a mom or a businesswoman or a entrepreneur, no matter what someone's, and like I said in the beginning, their empire is, Mm -hmm. I feel like they sometimes struggle to let the empire sit second and their self-care sit first. So tell me a little bit about how you manage that and what you're doing for your career right now, just so you can kind of tell people like, this is my empire. This is what I'm doing right now in my life. Yet you still manage to prioritize self-care and prioritize um, eating healthy, exercise, all the things. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm so passionate about this because I um, just really quick background for everyone. I started my business journey in health and fitness with uh, the company Beachbody and I loved it. And I, I was such a natural business for me because I was just so passionate about it already. And so I was super passionate about health and fitness because that was my business. I had to be right. And it's kind of funny because um, again, I was like literally creating content around this today as we're recording this. I would tell you the unhealthiest I've ever been besides that college period. Like I told you guys, there's ups and downs during this whole realization um, when I was a body coach, which is so interesting. Um, and it was one year that I hit what's called this imposter syndrome feeling. And so basically what that is for anyone listening who's not sure, it's when you just literally feel like an imposter in what you're doing. This could be, you could be an imposter as a mom. This could be in your job at your nine to five. This could be in your business. It doesn't matter what it is. You just feel like, oh my gosh, how did I get here? Um, someone's going to find out that I'm, I, this is all fake. This isn't real. Even when you worked really hard, even when it is real, um, usually it's just feelings of inadequacy and not being confident in what you're doing. And I had such a big um, feel of that in 2015 
when I was beach body coaching, after I had all these accolades, I hit all these big ranks in the company. Um, I was recognized on stage. Like I hit the six figure mark, all these cool things happened. And I freaked out. I was like, Oh my gosh, this isn't real. Cause I never experienced it before. So it felt very overwhelming. And I don't think enough people talk about like what happens when you, your dreams do come true and you hit all these cool things. It actually can backfire. And for me, it severely did. And I started eating and drinking daily, which was something I never did. And it wasn't out of control until it was. And I was like, all right, I'm literally eating my feelings and drinking my feelings instead of feeling my feelings. And so the reason I wanted to like start with that is because no matter where you're at, whether you're a business owner or like I said, nine to five mom, like anyone who's listening, if you're feeling you're, you're covering up those feelings with food and alcohol, you're not alone. So many people experience this. But as someone who used to do that, you can get through it 100%. And the way I got through it was one, getting help. <laughs> I didn't like try to do it myself. Mm-hmm. I got help. And two, recognizing that I'm going to have to actually feel these feelings and, um, and it's going to suck. <laughs> and it's okay. It's okay to feel them. We can't get through it. And I hear so many people all the time go, just try to flip it and be positive and all that. And while that's great, you actually have to just be upset and really feel the suckiness to get through it, right? I know you've dealt with that too. Absolutely. Yeah, that's so true. I'm so glad you're sharing this. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because it's, and I used to do the, I used to say this as well, and I like kicked myself for saying this. I used to be like, well, let's just try to reframe it and let's just try to look at the positives. But you know what? There's stuff in life that just sucks and it's okay for it just to suck (laughs) and be like, this sucks and sit in it. And when you actually let yourself feel the pain, you will get through it. It's when we're trying to constantly mask it with, TV or work or food or alcohol that we don't actually deal with it. Um, And it sucks because it feels crappy. So we don't want to feel it, but I promise you feeling it will help you get through it faster. So that's something I had to really go through. And I'm so glad I did because now when stuff like that happens, I let myself feel it and I let myself have a down day and not cope with food and alcohol. And it's been so life changing. Um, But to kind of fast forward to now prioritizing my business, uh, or sorry, prioritizing my health literally has doubled my income in 2016 specifically. That was the year after I was like, all right, I need help. And the whole story <laughs> I just said, the following year, 2016, I literally doubled my income, reached um, more than six figures that year. And it was just the most incredible, incredible feeling because all I did really that year strategically was prioritize my um, health. I started doing intermittent fasting. I started doing workouts I loved, like I really looked forward to all at home. And I started to (laughs) um, do light macro tracking, not like obsessive, but I started to care about what I put in my body, I guess I should say. Um, I wanted to actually, actually probably do more micro tracking. I started to actually eat healthier foods um, and not just processed foods because I was eating a lot of that. And so once I started doing that, I felt so much, I had so much more energy, so much more productive. I would get so much work done in a way shorter amount of time. My um, creative juices started really flowing, especially early in the morning. And it was, I was nuts how much stuff I could put out, how much content I could produce. And the results spoke for themselves. My business boomed. And even to this day, um, I switched from being a health and fitness coach. I've been a full-time business coach for about two years now. And this year was the biggest growth we've, we've ever had. And again, health is number one for me. I work out almost daily, whether that's doing a workout class or yoga, really prioritizing yoga and stretching. I never miss my morning routine. And if I have to choose between missing a workout or missing a morning routine or having a healthy meal and 
doing an extra task on my to-do list for my business, I always choose the self-care because hands down, it, I produce way better results. And there's been a couple times this year that I've skipped my morning routine, probably like two times, because that's how severe it is if I skip it. It's like sad. <laughs> and I had the worst day. I was like, this is the worst day ever, because I just did not set myself up. And I felt so off. And I'm sure we can get into like morning routines and how to do it when you don't have time. Um, but I guys, I can tell you, if you're a business owner, like as a business owner, as someone who coaches business owners like Chelsea for a living, hands down, whenever a client is struggling, I go, okay, what are you doing for exercise? What's your morning routine like? Are you sleeping? And 90% of the time, Chelsea and I just went through this like a week ago. Yeah, we just, we just <laughs> talked about this. Like 90% of the time, something changed in that and they go back and they fix it. And all of a sudden their business struggles, it, it's, it's fixed because it's not usually a business struggle. It's usually a personal something going on in your life. So it literally will make you more money if you prioritize your self-care. Mm -hmm. And that's so amazing, Meg, because the best thing that you said there, I love that you said like the whole fact of just like being okay with like living in feeling not so great. I think that so often, no matter what we are in our life, whether it's a business owner, whether it's a mom, whether it's a sister, it doesn't matter like what it is, like whatever role it is in your life. There are always things that are going to feel like a struggle, like from the outside looking in, I think in the social media world of today, we see everybody's perfect lives. I mean, and that's what you see on social media, but everybody's going through something. And I think it's super important for people to realize it's okay to feel and it's okay if you're a mom and you are tired as hell and you just like want to break down and cry, then break down and cry, <laughs> like sit in it, feel it. Yes. do all those things and be like willing to like let it all out. And I love that Megan brought up that we we just had this conversation last week. And one thing that's super important in terms of health and fitness, it's a never ending journey. And mm -hmm. it's not always all rainbows and butterflies. I am a health and fitness coach and I still sometimes yeah. struggle with self-care and routine. And I let myself feel last week and like broke down to Megan and said like, I don't, something just feels off and mm -hmm. I just like let it out instead of trying to like keep plowing forward. And I feel a hundred times better this week. Like it's just crazy. And I think that it's super important that we realize that bottling everything up and continuing to like drive through and check things off the to-do list isn't always the best thing, no matter what your empire is, no matter like what you're trying to focus on. So yeah. prioritizing that self-care. So I know that you touched on it a little bit and you guys Megan is like the routine queen. <laughs> like I just have to say, oh. like she does not ditch her morning routine. It's amazing. And it doesn't have necessarily have to be a morning routine for you mm -hmm. guys. But I know you touched on it a little bit, but tell us a little bit about your morning routine mm -hmm. and tips that you have for someone like just getting started and ways that you kind of I think, I think the struggle is always like fitting it into your life mm -hmm. and how you do that, even when you're super busy and have a lot going on. Mm -hmm. I think that that's something that it's like, well, I want to do all of this stuff, but where am I supposed to do it? So kind of give us some tips on that. Yeah, a hundred percent. And it's, it's something that the reason I'm like so obsessed with it is I've just seen how much of a difference it's made in my life and all my clients' lives. And it's, even my husband is starting to do it. He's been doing it for like a couple months and I've seen a huge shift in like his mood and his calmness. And it's like kind of crazy what can happen if you can get the whole family on board. Um, That's so, right. <laughs> yeah, it's been awesome. So 
the reason I, I love having everyone, even when I did health and fitness um, coaching, morning routine was actually the first thing I did with all my clients. And 99% of them, if not all of them, had nine to five jobs or were stay-at-home moms. Like every single person was busy. Like they didn't have, like I have a luxury of making my own schedule. So I personally have my schedule so I can do an hour of morning routine. But when I was doing background work on film and television in between acting gigs, that's like what I did before I started my business. Um, I started to do morning routines and I didn't have an hour. I had like five to 10 minutes extra unless I wanted to wake up at 3 a.m., which was not going to happen. Um, I had to get up really early for those days. And <laughs> so if you are worried that you can't fit it in, you can. It's just about prioritizing, just like anything we prioritize, right? If you have 10 minutes to scroll social media, you have 10 minutes to do a morning routine and we all have that. I know we all do it. So my personal morning routine is, uh, like I said, about 45 minutes to an hour. I always wake up and chug water. I chug about 20 ounces of water while I'm brewing coffee. I have been as, as like the last month or so, I've been making my coffee or setting it up the next four. So that all I have to do is press a button when I wake up and I'm obsessed with it, right? Loving that little change. Um, and so while that's brewing, I'm chugging water and I usually put some lemon in it. I've been getting into essential oils, so putting a little lemon oil in it. Um, and then I put my diffuser on. I'm getting really obsessed with oils. They're so fun. Uh, put my diffuser <laughs> on and then drink my coffee and I do uh, meditation right away. I am currently doing this little like 21 day challenge. Um, it's a meditation, manifestation, and um, mindfulness. Mindfulness meditation manifestation challenge that's what it's called and it's with this company called live it up and they send you like little text messages every day so I've been doing that and it's just teaching me about meditation and so it's teaching me like the science behind it and the or, or origination origin I don't know what that is. I, I think you're right you know what I mean? origin origin there you go <laughs> I'm like, um, where it started and the reason I love that is like I think sometimes when we do things just because someone tells us to we don't know why we're doing it. It's very unmotivating. You're like, well, I don't understand. Like why is this going to do for me? And so this is really helping me. It's that's something I've been doing for a long time. I've been doing meditation, but it's really helping me fully understand the actual science behind it. And it's been really cool. So that's become a new part of my morning routine the last month. I do about five minutes meditation. I'll either just do deep breathing and really just try to focus on my breath or I'll use an app like Simple Habit. Headspace is another great app. There's you could just Google or go on YouTube. Like there's so many free resources. Yeah. Um, I like guided meditations, but sometimes I'm like, I just want to breathe and I will just breathe. Um, and then I do a little journaling. I use something called um, it's actually called the six minute journal, but I've started with the five minute journal. Um, and I just mm -hmm. write down three things I'm grateful for, um, an affirmation or mantra for the day and my intentions for the day. And it has a little quote too every day, which I really love. And then sometimes I'll do a little more journaling than that. And I will just brain dump what's on my mind. That could be what I have to get done that day. That could be like what kept me up at night or what I thought of right away or something in my life or nothing. Like sometimes I don't do it. It really just depends on what's going on. But I have found, especially if you're going through something that you're struggling with and you're working through, getting it out of your head on a paper has been so helpful. It's so therapeutic. And it's just like, oh, wow. Okay, cool. I just like let that go. It's like out of my body now. And sometimes that's all you need. That's literally all you need to get through it is just writing it down. So journaling is huge. And then I um, do oracle cards. <laughs> I'll do like, I'll read an oracle <laughs> card. And then I will also read. Um, I love books. I like actual hard books. 
Um, and so I'll rotate between like a personal development growth book. I'm reading one called The Introvert Entrepreneur right now, which is really awesome. I'll send it to you. You would actually love it. Um, and then I'm rotating between that and fiction books. I just finished the Harry Potter series for the third time. Um, yes. I just love fiction. And I think it, it's helped me as an entrepreneur be a little more creative and not just focus on like business tactics, but as someone who has to write and be creative with content, it's really helping me actually get more creative. Um, and I just like reading what's fun and what will get me in a like positive, energetic mood. Um, and then right after that, I usually go do a workout class. So it's actually, I guess, a two-hour routine if we include that. Um, and that's from I wake up at 6 a.m. and I'm my own boss. And I choose to do that because I love I love waking up for anyone else. I love when it's like quiet and it's just my time. So 6 to about 9, it's morning routine, exercise, shower, get ready. And then I start my work day usually around 9. And I'm telling you, those three hours, while it seems excessive, that is – I have – such a productive day when I do it that way. And I do it that way, I would say at least four days, if not five out of the week, and it feels really great. So that's my long rendition of my morning routine. I could do a short version for them too, if you want. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is perfect. And I think that that's really great because it's almost like that idea of, I love that you say by doing that, it makes you way more productive. And that's something that I really want to put a focus on mm -hmm. for anyone who's listening. And like Megan said, like it doesn't have to be hours upon hours. No. If you have five minutes, maybe you purchase the five minute journal and maybe we put that in the show notes. That mm -hmm. way you can check out that five minute journal or the six minute journal. And that's what your morning routine is to yeah. begin with. And I've learned that even on days where I'm short with time and I'm trying to like really be better about sticking to my morning routine and having it be a non-negotiable, but there are days when things get crazy and things are a little more hectic, like even just writing down some like daily affirmations that I like to kind of stick to works for me and that it's something just to like center me even just for like five minutes. So mm -hmm. no matter the routine, I think that we need to understand that whether it's exercise, whether it's a morning routine and some journaling or a combination of the both yeah. that you guys just, I know it takes away time. Even if our to-do list is like a hundred miles long, it takes away time, but it's going to make you feel a lot better in the long run and give you that energy that you need to do all the other stuff. And mm -hmm. I think that that's something that is definitely underrated in terms of life. I think that we live, it's getting better. I think there mm -hmm. like a shift is happening right now, but it used to always be like, go, 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 produce, 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 yeah. get stuff done, get shit done, all the mm -hmm. things. But like, now I feel like it's like the pendulum is swinging back and it's mm -hmm. more like, Hey, slow down, enjoy the moment, that kind of thing. And yeah. I, I just love that. So if you, and just to kind of like wrap things up, I have two things left. So mm -hmm. if you first have any piece of advice for someone who is in your old shoes, like where you were feeling super frustrated with your health and fitness and just like really craving self-care, but not knowing how to get started, what to do and just like where to go, what would you like say to your past self or say to that person who's in those shoes right now? Yeah, I love this question. And you touched on this in one of your podcast episodes because I listened to them. Um, and you were talking about like not trying to do everything all at once. And I want to just like reiterate that because that was one of the biggest learning curves for me is in implementing one habit at a time. A lot of times when people start, they try to do 
workouts five, six days a week for an hour at the gym and they're eating perfectly clean and not drinking alcohol and doing their morning routine for an hour. They're doing everything. And when you're going from zero to 60 with every single thing in your life, it's so overwhelming. Um, it takes time to implement a habit. So the biggest thing that I wish I knew when I first started was it doesn't have to be everything. It could be one habit at a time. And so what I really started to do, and even now, when I'm sure you experience this too, if I like find I'm falling off a little bit, like even right now, for example, I am on day 22 of no alcohol. Not, I'm counting. I'm counting to day 30 when I can have a drink. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. And I feel, You're almost there. I feel amazing. I feel great. It's like, it's honestly been really easy. Um, but for example, with that, like my husband and I are traveling a lot and we just were having cocktails out more than normal and nothing crazy, but we just felt the need. Um, and so when I'm doing this, I'm not like, okay, I'm not going to have any alcohol and I'm going to eat absolutely perfectly clean, not one ounce of processed food. And I'm going to work out seven days a week. Like I didn't do that. I went, okay, I'm not drinking alcohol. I'm going to eat probably 75% like whole foods that feel good in my body and I'm going to work out probably five days a week that I can do. And I've actually been doing that. And I think if I said, I'm going to eat perfectly clean and I'm going to not drink and I'm going to do all these things. It just is so much change in your life. So especially if you're just starting, pick one habit that you know, you can do the one I usually encourage people to start with. And um, that was easiest for me is just water, just drinking more water. Um, that was always number one. And then morning routine is number two, because like you said, Chelsea, even if all you do is a five minute journal or meditation for two minutes, I've done meditations while I've been driving, by the way, um, you obviously keep your eyes open, <laughs> um, but it's actually like, I'm like, wait a second. Yeah, it's like, it's a driving literally <laughs> and simple habit. If you type in driving and if you think about it, mm -hmm. all meditation is, is being present and bringing aware. So it's actually really good because you're focusing on the road and the I'm going to have to look that up. Yeah. And it's so interesting because I didn't have time one morning. I was too late and I had to go to a workout class. So all I had time to do was a quick journal for five minutes. And I was like, oh, I really need to get some kind of meditation in before like something, you know, the day happens. So on my way to the workout class, I found it. And I actually like, you know, when you go to go somewhere a lot and you kind of zone out and you're like, how did I even get here? I don't even remember driving it's kind of freaky. I didn't experience that. I like really saw the trees. I really saw the road. I actually saw what was going on around me. That was meditation. Mm -hmm. I was like, whoa, this is so cool. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, if you're super busy, like on your way to work, do a car, a driving meditation on your way home, listen to a podcast like this or something that's just going to inspire you and lift you up versus just like talk radio. Um, once in a while, of course, do that stuff. I love to listen to music and like, you know, some reality stuff once in a while, it's no big deal. Mm -hmm. But I always prioritize this kind of stuff first. There's no reason you can't fit that in. Those are the biggest things though, the water and then the mindset. Once you start to do that kind of stuff, you will just feel so much better. You'll be ready to implement the next thing, which personally I would say would be exercise is moving your body um, every single day. It doesn't have to be hardcore exercise. Go for a walk for 10 minutes. Like just move your body in some way every single day. Mm-hmm. I think those tips are amazing. And I am definitely going to have to look up that driving meditation. Uh, cool. That made me think of something funny really quick. Um, I was listening to the audio version of, I think it was Girl Stop Apologizing. Mm. And at the end, there is like, a, it's almost like a meditation or like a mindset thing that she does at the very end of it. And it's so funny because she's like, 
close your eyes. And then it has like this like little funny, like if you're listening to this driving, do not close your eyes. That made me think of that. And I'm like, oh, like I did do it with that. Like it's like, do not close your eyes because a lot of people listen to audiobooks driving. But yes, I'm going to have to check that out. But you guys, Megan is so right. And I know I did talk about this in another podcast, like one thing at a time. And yeah, you you can implement each thing after you master one. Yeah. You start and incorporate and master another. It's a lot easier to implement one thing at a time mm-hmm. and feel super good about it and then know that it's a habit. It's part of your life. It's it's built into your lifestyle yeah. than trying to like flip your life upside down, like I say all the time. So yeah. So amazing. And you gave us so much, so many goodies on this, Meg. It's been so good. So my last question that I've been asking all of my guests is give me just like a short description of what damn happy, damn healthy means to you and means in your life. Oh, I love this. And I love it because I've been with you since you developed this. So I feel like part of it, you know, I like you are part of it. (laughs) I love it. I've just seen it like and guys, let me just brag for a second because I'm Chelsea's coach. Like I've seen her grow. I've seen her business grow. I've seen her, her tribe, you guys grow. And it's been so incredible. And she's one of the most genuine, real humans I've ever met. And I'm just so proud of everyone listening to this because you guys are in really great hands and you truly practice what you preach and you share the ups and the downs. And that's what I think is so important, you know, that we're being honest and we're not just saying we're perfect all the time, like not at all. And so I, it's just been amazing to see this whole community grow. Um, so just had to say that for a second. Um, but, You're the best. You're but so my sweet. version of damn happy, damn healthy um, is really waking up every day and truly finding a purpose, even if it's a case of the Mondays. Um, you've got everyone who's listening right now who has a nine to five, maybe you're not loving your job right now. Or you just, you know, you have those days where you're like, I just don't want to work. I, we both love our jobs and we both have days where we're like, we just want to watch Netflix all day and do nothing. Um, Absolutely. 100%. No matter how much you love what you do, you're always going to have those days. But if I can find something to give me purpose that day, and sometimes that could be your workout. And that's why I'm so passionate about having that, that form of health that you love is what can you look forward to every single day that will give you that glimmer of excitement to get you through the day? And then as far as the healthy part is what can you do that will, that you'll actually reward yourself with instead of thinking of health, like I did in the past as punishment and exercise as punishment. How can you love what, how you're exercising? So do a form of exercise that you actually enjoy. You know, it's going to maybe be an ass kicking and you're not going to love it all the whole time, but you feel so great after you don't dread it every single day. You actually look forward to it. And then I know you're big on this Chelsea too, is I eat food. I love, I do not eat food. That's healthy just because it's healthy. I, I, if I'm trying it for the first time, maybe I won't love it, but I eat food. <laughs> I love If Something is healthy, but it doesn't taste good. Don't have it. Like there's so much good tasting, healthy food out there. And that's really for me, like health means loving what I'm putting in my body, enjoying it. Food is meant to be enjoyed, not just, I think, not just fuel. Um, I mean, countries all around the world, that's how they, they celebrate, like hugely with food, but it can be the celebration. Um, so you shouldn't sacrifice taste. But I, I also think, how is this going to make me feel after I eat it? And once in a while, it's not going to make me feel great and I'm still going to have it because I just want to. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> you know, just because, hey, I want to and it's fine. Like, I'm going upstate this weekend to visit my nieces and nephews. We're going to have lots of treats. Probably won't feel great after, but 
it'll be fine. It's one weekend. Um, and the rest of the time though, like, how do you want to want to feel like if we can focus more on how we want to feel and that's my version of healthy is how do I want to feel in my body, in my mind and my energy versus how do I want to look? You'll actually look the way you want to look if you start to focus on how you want to feel. And that's hundred percent happened to me this year and it's been pretty awesome. So I hope that answers the question, but that's my, my no, <laughs> that was so perfect. And Megan has been along the ride this entire damn happy, damn healthy, like rollout. Like, I feel like it's always been like my mindset, my mentality, but like there was no brand for it. <laughs> now there is absolutely a brand. And I think that she's someone who embodies that lifestyle so well. And she like prior, you prioritize so well, like living in the moment. And I met Megan for the first time, like it feels like just yesterday, but it was no. like a month or month and a half ago, Crazy. two months ago. And it's even more real in person. Like she is so about both like fueling her body, but like fueling her soul and being super intentional with her relationships, with her life and just everything. So mm -hmm. I am so glad that we could have you on the podcast, Meg. And everybody, thank you for listening. Absolutely let us know your biggest takeaways. Last thing I'm going to do is just let Megan, we will put it in the show notes, but let Megan tell you where you can find her. Even if you are not mm -hmm. an entrepreneur, she is a blast to stay in touch with and follow. And if you are an entrepreneur, if you're not following her, you seriously need to like sprint after she tells you this. So where can we find you, Meg? And what are you, what do you kind of have going on right now? Oh my gosh, you're the best. Thank you so much. It's been so much fun being along this journey and I can't wait to keep it going. And I just want to say, I love the, the, the damn part of it because happy and healthy is nice, but it's a little like vague and boring. That what makes this so you <laughs> is it's like, we're not just settling. We're not just like going to be mediocre average. We want to be damn happy and damn healthy. And I just think that's like, that's so true. So cool. <laughs> I, had, I thought about that while you were talking. I was like, it's, it's like, yes, awesome. it's your best version. I love it. Um, yes. You guys can find me on uh, Instagram is where I mainly hang out at Megan Yelaney. And um, I have a podcast as well, if you're an entrepreneur, but like Chelsea said, we talk about stuff besides just entrepreneurship. We talk about a lot of personal development. Um, so hashtag pretty awkward entrepreneur podcast and um, meganelaney.com, a lot of free resources if you are an entrepreneur, but we have fun over on Instagram and stories. Um, we do talk a lot of biz, but we also just have fun. I sang to my audience yesterday in um, my own rendition of Let It Go. So if you just want to hear some fun singing too, we do that there as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Meg. Everybody, I hope you enjoyed. Share your wins and your takeaways from this episode, and we will see you on the next one. Thanks. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. Share some love for today's episode with a rate, review, and subscribe. And don't forget, take a screenshot of this episode for your Instagram. Tag me at Chelsea Caller and tell me your fave takeaway. I'll be talking to you again real soon, girlfriend. But until then, be damn happy and damn healthy.